All right, folks, welcome to another edition of the Rhino Report. I have, as always, the best color man in the business with us tonight, Greg, but we also have tonight a very special guest. We welcome Becky Grimes, who runs the Crime Watch in Marion, Illinois Facebook page. Becky, thank you so much for being on board here. Thank you all for having me. Yes, uh, Greg and I both are a fan of your work. We've both talked in private conversation before that we feel we get more information from your page than we actually do from the news. Exactly. I mean, the news has very little real real crime news on it, unless it matches their certain criteria. Yeah, a certain agenda. Here, we like you just report the facts. I like you always mention on there all suspects are you know innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. When did you start this page, by the way? It's six years ago and this past night. Oh, wow. It's been there that long. And you're up to now, I believe, 18,000 followers? Yeah. Wow. What uh, motivated you to decide to start this page? When I started, I was working as a stringer for The Disclosure. It's a newspaper that's out of Harrisburg, Carmine. Oh, okay. It's a newspaper. So I, I messaged them one day about reporting and we met and I became a stringer for them. Wow. And then this area. And then I thought, well, why not start a Facebook group to share these stories I'm doing that nobody else is hearing? Yeah. And I started the page. And then when they went out of business, I didn't have but about 3,500 members maybe. And people were going, don't leave us. Don't leave us. We need you. Yeah. (laughs) We think it's definitely a very good service that you do and provide. Well, I I like the, the traffic reports, you know. A lot of times my wife works in St. Louis. She's coming home on yep. 57, and it's when she drives two hours, I mean, she don't want to sit no another two hours in traffic. And when we report the accidents, that's news. That needs to be reported. Yes, I agree. And it, we definitely, like I said, are fans of what you do on here, and I think it's a good service that you do provide to people here. And my understanding, sometimes you do attend court in person yourself to get this information, correct? You uh, you spend a lot of time in the courtrooms then, so... What's your impression of our courtrooms? I enjoy learning and seeing yeah. what goes on. Uh, I, I get a little frustrated a lot of times. Yeah. Of it's course. not TV. Yeah. No, Isn't it's so, not. It, you know, and I will say this. I mean, even when I got out of college and started at the sheriff's office mm-hmm. back in the day, and I've spent a lot of time in courtroom, you know, as a probation officer, and I can say I truly learn more how the courts work just by sitting in there and observing than anything I ever learned in a classroom. You know, hands down. it You really learn a lot. And yes, it is so different than TV. I mean, how many times have we seen the suspect on the stand and the attorney just keeps drilling him and then in front of God and everybody, he confesses to his crime on the stand. Now, have you ever seen that happen since you've been in court? Not often. No, Not it often. doesn't happen. <laughs> Where were I, you on the night of yeah, the 24th? Exactly. I have never seen that happen in all my years in this business, which is over 20 now. You know, but yeah, it happens on like every episode of a uh, Matlock or Perry Mason or something like that. But in reality, as you know, that just isn't the case. It would be nice really to go to maybe another talk here or go to another uh, uh, show and do what the process is actually being arrested and and uh, going through an arraignment, going through... Yeah, something uh, educational. Yeah, that might yes, be something we yes. talked about earlier because a lot of people have no idea. They have no idea. Yeah. No. You know? They really don't. And I, that's another thing, like I said, we like that we feel your page is helping educate people on what's going on. The local law enforcement, I know you get a lot of information from the police departments on there on that as well, right? Do they? No. Oh, okay, so you get it from court. Most, yes. Okay. Yes. 
Yes, the officers mm. are not allowed to. That's true. With it being a pending yeah, case, yeah, yeah I guess they can't. They're not allowed to talk to me and tell yeah. me anything. No, yeah. that's a no-no. Yeah, we met when you took my class, and you know my opinion on how you talk to police is the truth will set you free, but a good lie will keep you out of jail. Yeah, good lie and a good attorney, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but uh, police work is very hard and difficult, and people don't appreciate that. And they never get the true story from the mainstream media. No, that's so true. They don't. That's what, again, we like about what you do. We, we've we never seen any indication that you have any kind of agenda here you're pushing or anything. It's just simply informative. And that's, you know, backing, what we like. And backing the police. Backing the police. And that so much needs to be done. You know, both, you know, like I said, Greg and I have law enforcement backgrounds. You know, I come from a law enforcement family. And, you know, we... Yeah, exactly. And we have, you know, on this show, we've touched on issues and all that, you know, political issues. But what we like on your page is, you know, there is none of that. It's just simply informative. And yes, you know, back the police, because Greg and I did an episode a while back. It's kind of ironic that some of the people that push defunding the police are the ones that would really need the services the most. It baffles us that that's what's going on. Well, I think it's due to conditioning they have from the media, press, and even in schools these days. I mean, uh, they look at the police as some individuals that are just evil out there that, that's going to do them harm, but they're really just the opposite. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, we like that you've done a good spin and on that because law enforcement needs all the help they can get now, you know, have uh, good press because they very rarely get it. We know they certainly don't get it very often on the uh, you know, any of the local news channels or newspapers are left these days, I guess. I totally agree. And we talked about this a few minutes ago about uh, there was a pursuit. Uh, Johnson City officer JC7 had a pursuit of a stolen vehicle that really encompassed about, oh, half of Williamson County. Now, Becky, you had it on your page. Yes, I did. We didn't hear nothing from Channel 3. And that's uh, something I have noticed on her too. And that's why we've said, and we've said this long before we, you know, thought about having you come on here. You know, we get a lot more information from your page than we ever do, you know, from uh, the news media things. And hopefully, uh, we hope you're able to just to keep that up. Have you run into any difficulties in the six years that have you done that? Any obstacles or anything that you've come across doing this? Not really. I have enough people that watch me that. Or that I feel are watching me, yeah. that if doing something wrong, they're going to tell me. Yeah. And I guess there's always, you know, and rules I have. on the Facebook. Have you ever had to have anyone removed from the page or kicked out of the community, so to speak, there on the oh, Facebook? Yes. Okay. Yeah. In the last, yeah, there was, I think, in the last 60 days, there's been four blocked. Okay. So in the last 60 days, four had to be I blocked, think so, huh? Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, we're not totally saying police are all angels. There's good and bad in every profession. Right. But it seems like the bad police officers that are constantly in the news, and people do make mistakes. Police officers make mistakes. But um, I think we know some stories of police officers that went out of their way to help people. I'll begin with, and uh, he's now the chief of Johnston City. His, what's it, Jay Barter. Yeah. I don't even know the man. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I talked to him a couple times. But one night, uh, my neighbor's house caught on fire. And it was done by her nutty brother, actually. And I put the fire out and had some, they did some investigation. But I talked to this lady a day or two after. And she said that Barter basically paid for her a room in a motel because she was too afraid to go back to that house. 
Now, he didn't tell me this. She told me this. He didn't want any credit for it. But I feel that this is an example that needs to be given. It needs to be shown that what police officers do. And I think you have a couple examples, Becky. Yes. Um, I was told of one um, where an officer went to a, the grocery store for a, um, a shoplifting. And he ended up buying the woman three sacks of groceries. Wow. So it started out as yeah. basically a call for service. Well, and that's something, too, that doesn't oftentimes get a lot of notice from people either. And, and it's changed whether you do like probation like I do, policing, whatever. It's become much more service oriented than it is, you know, bang, bang, shoot them up, you know, lock them up, that kind of thing. I mean, that aspect still exists in this profession. But I think, you know, it's definitely become much more social service oriented. And I tell people, too, that if you run across an officer that you think might be in a bad mood, or something, you know, because people yeah. have a bad day sometimes. You don't know where they've been. You don't know what they just came from. Yep. You don't know if they had to console a child while their parent was taken away. Yep. You don't know. A lot know. of that goes on. Or make that or, trip to knock on a door and say, I'm sorry, your husband's son right. or daughter's mm-hmm. dead in an accident. Yes. Yep. Or suicide or something like that. Exactly. So have some compassion, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, it, it's a job. The first rule of law enforcement, right? Yes. Uh, which you know. Who, yep. I'm setting Sean you up here, Connery Sean Connery. Connery. Yes. First rule of law enforcement. Yep. And that's your shift and go home alive. Yep. Always go home alive at the end of your shift. Yeah. I yep. mean, it's, yes, the two untouchables, by the way. Yeah. You know, we have to stress, too, that it's a hard job. Police work is only made easy in a police state. Yep. Nazi Germany had no problems uh, doing doing police work. Yep. Uh, Singapore, I know, you know, they talk about the low crime rate in Singapore. Well, when, you know, people literally have no rights at all. You know, when um, you guys probably remember back, I know I was, in, I was in college at the time, back in the 90s, when that young man did some spray painting vandalizing and he got caned several times. And that is a standard punishment there for something like that. So, yeah, I mean... I'm sure they have very little crime because they have no rights. <laughs> well, and, and Islam, too. You know, you still, you may lose a hand. Right. You and, know, yeah, uh, I'm sure they don't have a thieving problem. But, yeah, at the same time, you, you have no rights or freedoms. And there's that balance that we as a society have to go and look forward to. But uh, glad that you're able to help get information out there because there is so much misinformation. And I think you've probably found this as well. I know you said your inbox is full a lot of times. People really don't truly understand our justice system, I think. There's a lot of, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but there's just a lot of ignorance out there. People really don't know how our system really works. Yeah, they hear these these terms and they think they just don't know how to apply them. I think we've heard, not to mention the case of about uh, speedy trial dealing with not the defendant, but the... Uh, yeah, they think it's the accuser's right to yeah, have the speedy trial and it does not work that way, no. you know. And unfortunately, that, I think, falls back mm. on the school some. I mean, they've oh. not really properly taught the youngsters, I mean, how our system truly works. I think, actually, they need to have, at least before somebody graduates, a course just simply on the justice system. Because, you know, if you don't know your constitutional rights, you don't have them. Well, yeah, and I've also heard the, the term on certain cases, people saying, he is going to have a hard time proving he's innocent. And I mean, you know, we all know, yeah, you don't ever have to prove a thing, you know, in this burden of proof will always fall back on the state. But yeah, a lot of people out there probably think that if you are accused of a crime, that it's your job to prove, prove yourself innocent. 
what uh, kind of future plan? Do you have any plans uh, or just to keep uh, on there adding anything? Or do you plan on just kind of keeping things going like they are? Or? Um, just keeping things going like they are for now, I guess. Well, with 18,000 followers, I mean, that's a pretty good... Uh, now, I notice also sometimes does the Heron crime page, you get some information from them sometimes the on Heron crime? Street Crime Unit, yes. Okay. And the reason people will ask, why do you have sh- sh- uh, share Heron stuff? Well, their felonies, I was always writing before. Before they started the Street Crimes Unit, I would write up their felonies. Okay. You know? And so then when they started their own page and started writing up their stuff, it, it just only felt natural that I should share it. Well, you know, you see this, the, these probable causes like uh, the tenant windows and this. People don't understand this, especially local police in Heron, Marion, Johnston City. They know who the bad guys are. And that's why they have just have, they have a reason to pull them over. Yeah. You know, cut them some slack in that regards. Well, you pulled them over for tenant windows or whatever, but they know the bad guys. They're trying to keep these people off the streets so they don't steal or hurt the normal citizens. Well, that's good that you kept that going after that went out of, you said, for over there in Harrisburg, when that went down, that you decided to keep this going. And so for a while, you said you had 3,500 followers on here. Well, I had about that. Maybe, that's, maybe. that's still maybe. a pretty good following. Oh, and, yeah. you know. But, uh, and it's all been word of mouth. You know, I, I don't advertise it. Yeah, I, I don't know how I came across it. Maybe it might have been through you, Greg. Or, somebody, you can invite your friends. Right. Maybe somebody must have invited me. You know, I'll, after this broadcast, I'll definitely send some invites and try to get some more people. It's uh, If you live here in Williamson County, uh, it's definitely a very informative page to follow. Well, you just simply get information on your page that you don't get from the mainstream media around here. Yep. And again, it's no agenda. If you just simply want to know the facts of what's going on in, in local crime, this is a good way where you can get it. I even like the guy that does the weather reports. It's high 87, low 30. Yeah. That's it. I saw that a while back. Yeah, that is a good, great feature. You know, uh, I was doing it for a while. I would, uh, I would go in and do the little, uh, just put a picture up there of something or whatever, the weather of some sort. Right. And then I put a little box, Mary in Illinois, and the... And the time and the temperature and stuff. And one day, Bob, on. Bob and I went to school together in first half of first grade at Arlview. <laughs> so he sent me a message one day and said he can help me with the weather. He has apps and stuff. And I'm like, go hey. for it. That's great. So that bring me up. And, and he's a good at yeah. helping silence people, remove comments, whatever. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because I know you're going to run into that. Yeah. You wonder said this before and i can tell you the reason i've done it on other podcasts that there's now two hours of news with every in in the this local area we don't have two hours of news in southern illinois <laughs> I mean, and yeah i think you've mentioned it too becky it's it's world news i mean our local channel three they just take world news and this that and the other and they, and they that's nothing to do with southern illinois yep and that's one thing here, you know, your page strictly reports on crimes that happen in, you know, Marion. And sometimes I know you share some with here. Are there any other pages that give you information on local crimes or? No. Now, if there's something, you know, if somebody gets in trouble in Franklin County from here. Okay. About right. It, I might, you know, do something. Like okay. That. Somebody got sentenced up there that was from here. Yep. And. Now, I notice now they're they're starting to release them to jail staff. Now, for a while during the COVID crisis, a lot of them were just simply being issued a, like a citation notice to appear, and then they were released, correct? It was a nonviolent crime. Okay. They were keeping the, not, the violent crime. Right. 
domestic batteries. But I know a lot of people that were getting like, you know, minor drug paraphernalia charges, you know, yeah, nonviolent offenses. They were just be, being given right. notices and released. In the jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I knew they had a, an issue with that spreading. Uh, and I think uh, it's not really been that long now where they've opened back up and started taking people in, correct? Uh, last month or so, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, you know, the, like the little crime that things that just interest people. He said he'd like to put a humorous note on it sometime. I was out of the Johnson City fireworks display and I saw four people going at it. And they were like in their mid-50s or something. And they, they didn't know how to fight. I, I thought basically they some they were, let them fight. I thought they're, one of them's going to die of a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, it's not reported. A lot of things that happen here, people take an interest in. And there's no medium for them to actually get information. Yep. And sometimes, I guess, some of the followers of the page I'm taking it sometimes will provide you with information on something that's happened. But I make sure that it's very Right, absolutely, yeah. And like I said, again, I like that you always have that on there, that, you know, just because someone's charged here doesn't necessarily mean... you Innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty, yep. My boss's exposure were always bad about using the word allegedly, you know, and yeah. I would get so aggravated. I said, look, I've already said charged. Yeah. We don't need alleged. Yes. Yeah. No. Um, it's and that's just it. I mean, it's a charge, and you know, a lot of times, even when people plead guilty or are found guilty, it's not always to the original charge they're arrested with. But you know, that's the problem with the people and the being non-educated. They see someone like that. Well, they're charged with this, and then the Facebook goes wild, and pretty soon they're hanging from the, the lowest tree from a noose or something. They've not even had a hearing yet. Facebook really revealed to us how many amongst us had law degrees that we never really knew. <laughs> I mean. You know, I, it just, I was really stunned how many people are legal scholars that uh, we never knew. And, and like I said, it, it, I do blame the schools for the ignorance. I've seen, you know, and I'm not a legal scholar by any means. I know enough about the system. Now, granted, you know, I've worked it. I've studied it in college. I came from a law enforcement family. that, But I think it's good for everybody to know this stuff. And I've had to pull off of reading some stories before just from the ignorance that, that people comment on things. I'm just like, man, people cannot be that dense. But some of them are. <laughs> well, yeah, and they don't understand why trials take or why, yeah. why it takes so long. Why they're so yeah. They don't understand there's don't a process. Understand. No, they think that person might be sick and we might have to get something down or they might have to. Well, yep. There's motion. To, motions. Yes. Yeah. It's and I think if more people spent time in the courtroom like yeah. what you have, I mean, you've seen that you've observed it, you've learned it. But, yeah, a lot of people haven't. And that's, you know, why it's so important. Again, we're glad that you're educating people on this. They really don't understand it. I had a case in the. Uh, that I once did a PSI report on for a judge. And, uh, you know, he sentenced this guy. Part of it was to do some uh, mental health training and our mental health counseling. And it was reported on the news that that was part of the sentence. And I had a couple people on there commented, oh, he's already playing the mental health card. And I'm like, you know, you dummies, uh, that's his sentence. That's not his defense. He's not pleading that. The judge has ordered him to do that. But they don't. One reason I think when I worked at jail, we had so many failures to appear I think truly some people thought when they paid their bond on the way out, that was just like a, a fine, and then they were free to go. They didn't pay attention to their paperwork that shows they have a return court date and all those kind of things. And then later on, they couldn't believe it when they got picked up for a failure to appear warrant. Well, the, the state or the state's attorney, they are obliged to get it right the first time. Yes. Because there's something called double jeopardy in this yep. country. and Some people don't understand that. 
You can't just keep retrialing nope. people in the court systems. Once you're found guilty, they can say, yeah, I killed him. You can't yeah. do nothing to me. Yeah, it's, they got one crack at it. And yeah, it is so important. Now, I've talked about this in some of the college classes I teach. How much do you think, though, social media is going to impact down the road on people having a hard time getting a fair trial. I mean, your page just simply reports the legal news as it happens, but so much now with misinformation flying left and right, do you think social media is going to make it more difficult for some people to get a fair trial, maybe? No, not from my... No, not from your point of view, just social media in general. No. In, in some ways, yes. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about pages like yours yeah, that just, you know, just people. I'll turn the comments. Right, people. I don't, allow, I don't allow rumors. Yeah, and that's. You know, but I heard there was so and so. Right. That, you know, but in normal Facebook land, that goes yeah, on all over yeah, the place. Yeah. yeah. It's also fueled by the media. Yes. And, uh, you not know, a big fan of media. Yeah, we're not on this show, but. Uh, but it is, the, unfortunately, the misinformation is easy to get out there. And I think it is going to be very difficult because in the olden days, you know, not everybody had heard about a case by the time it got there. But if you got a case now that's high profile enough, it's going to be all over Facebook and everywhere else. It, I think personally, it is going to make it a lot harder. You know, I, just, I don't know if either of you ever served on a jury, but, you know, you get the instructions. Used to, I can remember the judge would tell don't listen to the radio. Don't watch TV, newspaper, social media. Are they saying that now? Oh, yeah. yeah, good because you know. And, but I think that's so hard to enforce when in our pockets we carry. I saw one that got to, got busted for it. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it, it's changed the game for sure. But yeah, I know when I was at the jail, this was uh, I left around the time when social media was really starting to take off, and uh, wondered if they ever were actually cautioning people how they approach social media, but. I'm glad there are pages like yours to balance that out to make sure that just simply gets reported. Whether they're found guilty or innocent, that's yeah, not it's your. Just, that's it's just, just facts. the facts, man. Just the facts, <laughs> man. Yeah, we always go back to Dragnet. Dragnet yeah. That's another one of our favorite <laughs> movies. The Dan Aykroyd. Well, I wouldn't Tom charge Hanks. with that. Oh, excuse me. Hold on. Let me go get. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And that. Uh, and you can't go wrong with that. And uh, yeah, we definitely. Uh, like the efforts what you're doing and we hope you can keep that up and keep going because both for a long time have admired what you do yeah, we're fans we're fans we get our information a lot from you and that's something that we're glad you've decided to do and glad to see you got plans to keep this going you know we may sometime down the road if you're interested to come back and kind of let us know how it's going along still and i'm glad too because during covid you know a lot of people were stuck at home and you know they were able to still get information like this that was going on when uh Let's face it, the news media was just covering, yeah, they were just covering COVID and that was it, you know, but uh, you've kept up real news that's going on and we, uh, our hats are off. We commend you for that. So exactly. Well, any uh, final thoughts, Greg, as we. The best color man of the business. Well, uh, no, don't trust the news. We (laughs) always say that. Yeah. We always say that at the end of every episode. Uh, Yeah. Actually, maybe picking up a foster puppy tomorrow. uh, Cause like I said, we do efforts on that. Uh, I'll have to follow our Facebook page for information on the dogs we foster uh also i'm doing the professional voiceover work on the side congratulations yeah thank you if you need to book a voiceover man i'm your man for that you can follow on the facebook page like us on uh the rhino report facebook page also like us on you know apple podcast follow us subscribe to us give us the five star rating yeah we do even have a link on the uh anchor page that uh, if you do want to donate and help us out but more importantly we want your your viewership and your support and help us uh, get the news out. Yes, because a lot of bad information's out there, but we try to give you the truth here. And, of course, those that have not uh, checked out Becky's page, 
make yes. sure that you get a you check it out. Yeah, go ahead. And that Just is the facts. Marion Crime Watch. I'm Crime Watch in Marion, Illinois. Crime Watch in Marion, Illinois. Okay, glad we got that <laughs> clarified. Yeah, if I follow it, this makes Just request to join. Yeah, request to join. And uh, like I said, I'll probably send a few friends of mine that. You know, we definitely, you know, will rely on your page sometimes for information that, you know, we may end up covering on this show. And for some of you people that if you're listening, that if you people listen that are on my page, Greg was one of my instructors at John A. Logan. Yeah. He taught uh, investigative techniques. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. <laughs> Best color man in the Best business. Best color man in the business. Well, you, you know, was an instructor in my, I, I was a in that class. Yeah, I know. I remember yeah. you. I mean, yeah. it, it was a good class. You know, they uh, Logan paid me more money not to teach. Had us to write something about the per- perfect murder and me and another girl, we wrote essays. Oh, cool. You know, the funniest thing, we got, still got a little bit of time, is you weren't in this class, but I, I got the most unique perspectives on the way people think. And one time we were talking about rape. And these two girls, they were from West Frankfurt, ladies. I mean, they weren't young girls. They said, if a man has an erection, does that mean he's willing? And I'm going, yes, no, maybe. <laughs> they actually did a Criminal Minds episode on that subject. You know, I mean, it's, and that's the hard part, hard part about this. There's a lot of gray area. There is. I tell my classes that if you want black and white, go into math or science because this field is all gray area. Very good yeah. point. Well, we thank you so much, uh, Becky. Thank thank you you so much for being a part. We have really enjoyed chatting with you and having you on and helping promote. Yep, that is, once again, Crime Watch in Marion, Illinois. Crime Watch in Marion, Illinois. Yep, ask to join. Send invites to your friends. Help support it. It's a wonderful service. It's done right here in this area. And keep those cards and letters coming in. Yeah. (laughs) And the reason it's it's Marion, Illinois, because all the crimes that are committed in Williamson County are disposed of in Marion, Illinois. That's the court. I thought you were going to say all the criminals are in Marion. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the county seat. That is where a lot of the, that is where the, for those of you that aren't from this area, that is where the county seat, that is where the court system is. That's where the local cases are tried. Well, he's my good buddy Dave in business, so the chief, so keeps him working. Well, thank you so much all for joining us. We will see you next time. Take care.